The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. Welcome to an episode of Life from the Other Side. I'm your host, Laura West. My guest today is April DeMille. April is a psychic life coach. She launched her own practice as Exordium Healing, where she works with those seeking spiritual answers. Hi, April. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, Laura. Thank you for inviting me. Love it. Well, for those of you who have listened to my podcast, you may be aware that April has been a repeat guest because she just has a wealth of experience and knowledge and information that she has experienced so far. So April, I'm just really thrilled to have you on here to have some deeper dive discussions as it comes to life from the other side and how that can help us in this life here. Yeah, absolutely. I love this topic. You know I do, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We can spend hours. We already have, considering we have three episodes out already, nearly an hour each. So yeah, but you guys should really go and check that out. It's on a Guided Life podcast, and it's found on all the major podcasting platforms. But April, I really want to dive in today and hear from you experiences that you had and what the other side has intuitively shared with you about who they are, what they are, and what they do for us. So if you want to go ahead and and start by telling us maybe a, an amazing experience that you've had yeah. up till now. So I'm about to be 44 years young soon. And in that span, I've had daily experiences. There's so many to choose from, but one that stood out to me fairly recently was when I called the cops on my angel. So that is a real story. I have a three-page police report. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll share the story and then I'll tell you why it's important for people to hear things like this. So basically what had happened, I had come out of the psychic closet in 2017. I had tried my entire life to give this shit back. I was like, no, no, I don't want this. That didn't work. So I was like, all right, fine. It was time to embrace it. So I was like, okay, well, this is different. I guess I'll just be out with it and see what happens from this point. And so that's what I was doing. I was finally embracing it, finally accepting that these were 
parts of me that were never going to go the fuck away. <laughs> and, and I was telling people what that looked like. And so what had happened was I actually had a reading from a celebrity psychic and he mentioned to me my guide's name. And I knew I had this female guide. I had seen her so many times with my physical eyes. I'd seen her standing next to my bed. I'd seen her in mirrors. I'd seen her like all kinds of times. And he told me her name was Renee and I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck do you mean that you know her name and I do not? What kind of psychic am I if I don't even know my guide's name? What kind of shit is that? I was so upset. And so I had an argument with my, well, when I say argument, it's me arguing. The other side never argues. It's just me. (laughs) So I had an argument and I was like, what is this crap? I was like, I appreciate that now I know your name. Thanks so much. But I need to know it for me, not because I heard it from someone else. Right. And I was really up in my ego about the way messages and things were delivered because I was still just barely accepting all this stuff. So I sat there and I threw my shit fit and I said, okay, that's it. I need to know from my own self what my experiences with my guides are. And I want to see my guide with my, cause I can already, I see things with my physical eyes, not just my mental eyes. So, cool. so I knew that I could see with my physical eyes what I, it, you know, I was, I was at that point where I was like, cool, then I want to see my guide. That's where I'm at right now. And so I'm asking and I'm asking, and this happened over like a span. I want to say it was in 2018 at this point. So like it was a span of like 2018. I'm asking and I hear my guide say, it's going to scare you. And I'm like, what? No, it's not. (laughs) Why would I freaking even ask you? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm asking you, I'm asking to see you. No, it's not going to scare me when I'm asking, like I'm asking for it. Right. And they're like, Okay. So I'm having all these experiences. My guides are writing letters on my walls while I'm sleeping. So there's these glowing letters all over my walls that made out words. Like I could read the words. I was seeing, you know, all kinds of like, I don't know how to explain it. They were like codes and like all kinds of graphs and weird stuff. And then I would have little piles of sunflower seeds that were shelled, like perfectly shelled. And they were in perfect piles at my three different doors. There was three doors at the place I was living in. I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I was living with a roommate. He was never there. He worked all the time and I ran the house and was going to school. And so there was three doors. There's a back door, side door and a front door. And I would walk out and there would be these perfectly shelled piles of sunflower seeds. Well, none of us ate them. They weren't in the house. No critter is going to go pile them right at the door perfectly. And I was like, what is this crap? It's weird. (laughs) I didn't understand all the signs that were coming in. So one day I'm out in the backyard. This was in October of 2018, according to my police report. So my, like I said, my (laughs) police report. Your official document. Which I still have, by the way, sitting in the backyard and I'm like planting some stuff. I'm like digging up the dirt and I'm throwing some seeds and uh, I'm planting my manifestations on them. Like I'm manifesting my wishes on these seeds and I'm planting stuff. Right. So I'm out there and all of a sudden I feel completely like just like the world just closed in on me and somebody's watching me. And if you're psychic and you are, you know what that feels like. 
you know when you're walking around and you always feel watched. That's kind of normal for psychics and mediums because we are always being watched and followed and communicated with. So it's normal, but it was like really intense in this one moment. So I was like, okay, that's a little much. So I decided to go inside. I was looking around in the woods and I was like, is somebody out here? Like, (laughs) so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go inside. So I go inside, I close the door, I put my stuff up and it was like four o'clock in the afternoon at this point. So I'm like, oh, let me go walk down the driveway and check the mail. The driveway is like this steep ass hill, right? So you go down, there's the mailbox, you check the mail and across the street is all vacant woods. It's all lots and wooded because the closest neighbor is down the road Mm -hmm. at the corner. And so I walk down to the mailbox and right when my foot stepped on the road, I hear this noise above my head and I look up and there's these pigeons or doves flying in all these different directions. Like they just went everywhere. And I look up and I'm like, okay, that was random. And Mm. then I look down at the road and there's a man standing there. He just appeared. Oh, I just got chills. (laughs) And I was like, what? He looked human enough. He was Mm -hmm. in like an orange construction or hunting shirt. You know, those bright orange colors. Yep. Denim jean shorts, tennis shoes. He's a huskier guy, beard, brown hair, all the stuff. And so I'm looking at him and he's walking towards me and I'm like, um, hey. And I kind of like started backing away. I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, what the fuck? And it was such a strange event because like, you know, their woods are right there. So Mm -hmm. had he come out of the trees, I would have heard him moving through the trees. Yeah. And he wasn't on the road anywhere at that point. So like when you hear something moving through the trees, you hear it, you hear it coming. There was none of that happening. And he wasn't on the road anywhere because I had already seen. I was at the road and I was looking everywhere. So the only place he could have come from was like, the sky or the trees. And if it was the trees, I would have heard him coming from the trees. You would have heard all that. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, Oh my God, I don't understand what's happening, whatever, whatever. So I'm kind of backing away and I hear him say, I actually thought he had a phone up to his head because I heard him say, she saw me. (laughs) I heard him say it, but his mouth wasn't moving. So I thought he was talking to somebody on the phone Yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, Okay, so I went up to the house at this point and I'm freaked out. Like the fear started setting in. I'm watching him. I'm watching to see where he goes. And he's walking down the road. So I'm like running up to the house and I run back into the backyard because you can see in the backyard the road that he's walking down. So I'm looking and he's already gone, completely vanished. And I'm like, okay. That just freaked me out. So now I call my roommate and I'm like, hey, some fucking creepy guy's spying on me in the woods. Because that's what I thought. Sure. I literally thought like, oh my God, some freaking weird ass is like creeping and that scared the bejesus out of me. We go down to the police station and I file this big three-page report and I'm telling them all the stuff. The cops come out. They're searching everywhere. They're looking all over the place. They're seeing nothing. Nobody sees anything but me, Right. Clue number one. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, now I'm angry, right? My human self and all my fears have set in and I'm pissed and I feel violated. 
I don't understand why some weirdo wants to spy on me in the woods and it trips me out and I'm home alone. So now I'm scared. So now I'm like blocking windows and blocking doors and afraid yeah. and angry and all this stuff. Cause I've just been violated. Right. That's how I felt. I think I went through like two weeks like that, where I was just like completely shut down, upset, mm-hmm. didn't understand what was going on. And I even got to a point where I was mad. So I started playing mm. this song. So you know that song? It's like, I always feel like it's <laughs> by Rockwell and uh, Michael Jackson. Somebody's watching me. Like that one. I can't speak. <laughs> so I'm blasting that song like, hey, hey, you think you're so smart spying on me, but I caught you. <laughs> like, I'm just being a dick. I'm just being a jerk about it. But then like I'm on the phone with my friend one day and he had said something to me and like all of a sudden it just came flooding in and I was like, Oh my God, I called the cops on my angels. And then my angel was like, we said it would scare you. And I was like, Oh, you jackasses. I was like, Oh my God, he totally did. So since then we've had to have an agreement because they can't show up human like that because that actually scares me more than seeing an angel or seeing other beings. Because then I have to think my human self goes to like, you know, the PTSD and all the traumas I've had around men or whatever. Mm. And that's not to shame men, but that's based on my experience. And so I was like, okay, that probably could have gone differently. (laughs) (laughs) But the important thing was once I realized it was my other guide, because I have two. So I have the female guide, Renee. And, you know, we've talked about the husky guy. That's my Mm -hmm. other guide. And this one came in. And so once it all made sense and I finally calmed down enough to let it sink in, I started realizing how important it is for me to share this story. Because anyone that is, well, anyone that's not been raised with a mentor, so I didn't have Mm -hmm. any psychics in my family to help me figure this shit out along the way, right? I was just like, here, here's a cycle breaker, (laughs) do all this stuff, right? So Anyone like me that didn't have that mentorship to help them go through these things will experience these awakening moments and they're going to experience dark night of soul. They're going to experience all these transformations that don't make sense. They're going to scare you. It's going to feel like you're fucking crazy. You're going to doubt yourself. Other people are going to doubt you. People are probably going to say really unkind things to you and be very unsupportive. But it is important to understand that those things are real, no matter what is going on in your environment, no matter who's saying what to you and influencing you, my experience was real. There was a man standing in front of me that nobody can explain. And they did tell me that it was going to scare me and it did. (laughs) (laughs) It totally shook me because my ego wasn't ready to accept that yet. So it's really important that people understand that, oh my God, I feel crazy. Yeah, you're going to. That's normal. Believe it or not, it's fucking normal. I think it's important to share this awareness because a lot of people that are like us are going to go through these moments where just all these doubts are filtered in their world and they have to just keep going. Just keep going. It's okay. It's going to feel like crazy shit, but it's normal. Yeah, that's (laughs) so true. I wonder when those pigeons or doves flew away, do you think that was the moment he appeared or was that separate? Oh, no, it was not separate. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the moment he appeared. Well, here's what I think. So I think what happened was it was a distraction for when he appeared. (laughs) 
And it could have been when he appeared because I, I looked away yeah. long enough, just lifting my head up and they're going everywhere. But there's no reason for them to be doing that other than my presence. Right. My presence could have scared them, whatever. The point is, is the distraction and the noise of them like going, psh, yeah. like dispersing would have covered up other things. (laughs) Oh, that's so that would have scared the crap out of me too. So, um, you know, you had brought up that you call the cops on your angel and that you mentioned that he was also a guide. Can you share your explanation of what each one is? And is it even important to know what they are? So it's a great question because guides and angels both come from the other side. So I use the term interchangeably. But Are there differences? Yes. Guides are different than angels. Angels have never been human. They will never be human. But guides have been. Guides have had human experiences here, and they're our biggest advocates and cheerleaders because they take our information and present it to our other guides, our angels, ascended masters, the whole soul teams that we work with. And they say, here's what they're experiencing on a human level. Angels wouldn't understand that. They won't get that. It won't compute the same way. And so that's why they're here as our best friends to take us through this journey. And a lot of times we have the same personality traits and characteristics as our guide. A lot of times we are very similar and a lot of times we're complete opposite. So that way it gives us some balance. That would be my explanation of the differences. And there's other realms too. I've experienced fairies and Bigfoot and galactics and all kinds of things. Now, does it matter? I mean, if it matters to you, it matters in that moment. But in the end result, we are all one. We're all connected. It's all one, right? So does it matter? Not really, I mean, the, the information, the help, the support, it's all the same. But a lot of times when you're learning, I think that it can help validate your experiences as you're learning, but it also can be counterproductive to your learning process. And I'll tell you why. A lot of people get hung up on the same thing I did. I'm going to see you my way. I want a name. I want a face. I want your blood type and you're this and that and what star are you from and what level angel are you and all this, right? There's all this stuff, right? And you do have a right to do those things. You are allowed to ask those things, but now you're humanizing a non-human entity, right? So it it doesn't always work. So you're all ego, right? And you're counting on this experience to validate you. And the problem with that is there's no time or space, right? So when I say, I want my guide to show up this way, and it took a fucking year for me to see my guide, that means I'm counting on that to give me power, give me confidence, help me feel like I know what I'm doing. So that means that whole year, Mm -hmm. I could have been feeling that way without that external proof because I was all in this ego. Mm -hmm. So for me, in my own experience, and the best way I can explain it is when I had an experience and I started asking, what's your name? Where are you from? Why are you here? Blah, 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 blah. I was already shutting down my experience. The magic of that experience was already shutting down because my ego was like, I have to compute all this information and I have to make sense of it. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. If you want to enjoy your experience, shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just sit there. Let it happen. 
the rest of the information I swear to you will come. I promise you will always have that information. It just might not mm-hmm. show up exactly in that moment and exactly how you want it to. You're not wrong for wanting that information. It's not a terrible thing for you to need that validation, but it's better build your confidence on your own without seeking the external mm-hmm. validation, yeah. if that makes sense. It's hard to explain because there is a balance. You do need the confidence. You do need the validation. Even in readings, we do that, right? We're asking for feedback and we're asking for stuff, but there's a part in that journey. So like now, Laura can probably do that. You can get all that information. I can get all that information. We're in an, in a stage now in our development where we can ask and get that information because we know how it shows up. Yeah, right. But in the beginning you're not really in that stage and then you're just shutting down your experiences and not getting the information. And now you're more flustered and, and disappointed than you would have been to begin with. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like too, a lot of the times I equate meeting or even learning about the idea of having a guide or if angels are new to you, like having a an angel that that's there for you. It's almost like <laughs> doing a DNA test and realizing that you have a long lost half sibling out there. You're not going to just all of a sudden communicate well. Yeah. You're not going to all of a sudden have a relationship like it's got to build and you have to learn each other's communication styles, right? And learn to trust and build that relationship that way. So that's kind of how I like to metaphorically compare the two, I guess. No, and that's a great analogy because even our references, when we're new to being psychic or new to like me embracing it, you have a reference system. We all have our reference system, right? And we don't know really, like you said, how our messages are going to come up, how our references are going to work. So like you're demanding all this information, but you don't even know what your reference system looks like. So... Mm Why? Yeah. It's just going to cause more frustration and confusion. And like, they don't balance that way. Yeah. Can you explain what you mean by reference system? So when I am getting information, if I'm doing a reading for someone or, or whatever, whatever it is, right? And I'm getting all my clairs are activated, right? We have all these clair abilities. And these are our outer senses, right? Our special senses. And so you might get pictures and visuals and you might hear words and songs and voices. And a lot of times the voices sound like your own. And sometimes while that information is building, I might get, I'm trying to think of a reference I recently had. It's the way we receive our messages. So like if, if we're getting all this information, whether it's audios, visuals, feelings, um, all these things, it's the way we perceive that information we're receiving. Okay, I've got an example. I recently did a reading for someone and I'll just give you a small example. She asked about connecting with her dad and All I saw Mm -hmm. were pictures of a shop out in the snow and wood, like wooden wagons and wooden. He was a wood shop builder, but I didn't, you wouldn't always know that just from seeing wooden toys and a shop. Not everybody would connect the dots like that. I was able to connect those dots. I was like, I see he's a wood, he's a wood maker. Like I see the wood shop and all that stuff, but it took me a long time to learn what my references were, to learn what those pictures meant to me 
in a way that would be accurate for my guest, for my client. So that's like our reference system right there. It's just kind of like our point of what these bits of information mean to us in a way that we can translate them accurately to the people we're around. And so learning that, it's like a compass, you know, you're trying to figure out which direction you're going. When you don't know those things about you or how, like you said, how we communicate with our guides on the other side, it's hard to demand information because you're not going to understand the information you're getting anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then you end up just like asking the same question over and over and over because you've already been given the answer. You just don't understand it. <laughs> That's right. It's like uh, learning a, a different language or building a vocabulary to communicate because they use, like you said, they use your references. Yeah. They use your experiences to give you images. Now, I would say that that's for somebody who labels themselves as a psychic medium. What about for somebody who doesn't label themselves that way? What are different ways that entities on the other side can communicate with any individual, I suppose? I mean, you can get coins, all of a sudden you'll hear a word or a phrase or a song and it'll feel like it's just like highlighted. Like all of a sudden it'll just be like, why is that word so loud? Or why does that word keep repeating to me this week? It's things like that. There's all kinds of other ways that communication can start to come in in a way that is emphasized for you. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I would really love to hear if you have another example of how the other side has intervened or come into your life and it could be any entity on the other side. Okay. Well, I started seeing fairies. <laughs> My first experience, actually, I was in diapers and couldn't even talk. This is a natural memory. This was a fairy. I was like a year old and my mom had put me to bed. We were in this old trailer and she was in the bathroom next door. So the bathroom light was on so I could see a little bit of light. And I'm laying on my side and I had this big bear that was like probably bigger than the length of me. It was huge. (laughs) And so this little fairy crawled up on top of the bear and said my name. And at the time, I didn't know what it was. So I like screamed and went running out of the room crying for my mom. And she was like, oh, they're there. And I didn't have words. I couldn't talk yet. So I was freaking out. And she's just like, oh, you're fine. Go back to bed. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) the point being, even when I was little, I had seen the fairies. And I still to this day, even just this week, I had fairy experiences. I have them all the time. They are from another dimension, which we could consider the other side or another side of the other side. (laughs) (laughs) So many sides. (laughs) Right. And then there's like galactics. I have experiences with them often in Bigfoot. But, you know, when I was going through my first psychic coming out, I would a lot of times tell people that the fairies were angels because to me, it's one and the same support is support. Love is love. And a lot of times where there were two things going on. One, I was still afraid that fairies were too far of a stretch Two, there was still Mm -hmm. a oneness that I still, to this day, it's all the same. You can call them all angels. You can call them all gurus. You can call them all cheerleaders and best friends. It's all one and the same. There is that oneness. So again, that's where that angel comes interchangeably. When I'm talking about guides or angels, they are different, but also they're not. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. then there was a part of me that also was still afraid that 
my true experiences with fairies were too far of a stretch. And I've had to go through that when I'm talking about galactics and Bigfoots. Every time I'm evolving, I'm like, is this too much? There's a part of my ego that's still not ready to. And it's like, let's keep her safe. Come on, let's keep her safe. That's all we want to do. But that's limited, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm one that says, oh, there's a fear here got to push through it. (laughs) I'm that person. But that doesn't mean that I Mm -hmm. don't get scared and that I don't have those same reasons to be like, Ooh, maybe I should tiptoe through this. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That is so interesting that you had such an early memory. I had another guest before and she's also a psychic medium and she had really early life experiences too, like memories from early on. I think my first memory, I was just under three. So I don't know if there's something to that or not. That would be interesting to know. I don't know either. I don't know if it's because we're just so used to accessing parts of our consciousness that most people don't. And so I think that that exercises that muscle a little bit more so we can see things a little further Mm -hmm, or clearer. mm -hmm. Because my memory for me, it was like as crystal clear as yesterday. I remember the way the light shone in my room. I remember the wings on the ferry and the way it said my name. I remember crying for my mom and she was in the bath. Like the whole thing was so, so just like yesterday. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So... April, this has been so much fun. I wanted to know, do you have any parting words or messages or anything like that for the viewer? Yeah, I would say, I think we kind of touched base on this. Don't shut out your experience. Allow your experience. It's okay that it doesn't make sense. It fucking shouldn't make sense yet. (laughs) It's not going to. So let yourself sit with it. Let yourself feel it out. Let yourself have the experience and don't try to like overthink it, overanalyze it, pick it apart. Just enjoy it. It doesn't have to be a big, scary thing. Awesome. Well, that's wonderful advice. Thank you so much, April, again, for your time and for being here with me today. I really appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you. You know, I love coming to talk to you. And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.